Hey guys, welcome to Heart to Talk the Podcast. I am the host and creator, Teresa Caesar. My intention for this podcast is to deliver to you wisdom, inspiration, and consciousness through solo episodes and conversations amongst insightful people. It is my greatest honor to bring to you talks that come from the heart. Welcome to another amazing episode. Today, we have a truly exceptional guest joining us on this enlightening journey. Her name is Jan Miller. Jan has over 25 years of experience as an air and radio personality, commercial writer, author, and dedicated blogger. She has captivated audiences with her signature gift as a writer. But Jan is more than just a professional in her craft. She is a devoted, lifelong student of metaphysics, positive psychology, and the law of attraction. Her unwavering passion for understanding the energy of the planet and following the path of light has shaped her perspective on life. So get ready to embrace the power of positive energy and gratitude. Welcome to the show. Wow. Thank you so much. (laughs) Really appreciate that in-depth introduction. It's just really hard to try to wrap all that into a nutshell, but it's really great to be here. I am truly excited. I've talked in radio all my life and talking radio stuff, talking music stuff, talking news, but never really getting to speak from the heart about what I basically live and breathe, which is metaphysics, creating a reality, new thought, positive thinking, and all of that. Well, I love that. Since you've been devoted to studying it, what is your mission and vision with all the information that you've learned and almost become an expert at? essentially. It's so funny because ever since I can remember as a student, when I was struggling with my own lessons, my own understandings, my own reading things like crazy, trying to wrap my brain around, how can I get this? How can I truly understand this? I have wanted to also understand it in a way that I could explain it to others because I thought when I freaking finally get this, I want to be able to help other people get it too. We talked about many topics, you and I, because we both love this space so much. We discussed gratitude. It's so big. Everybody talks about it, but there's a problem with it. Can we talk about what's the problem with gratitude? Can you define that for us, Jen? You know, it's funny. In preparation for this talk, I literally just Googled gratitude. Let's see what it's supposed to mean, right? Because we've taken it to all kinds of different levels and it basically means thankfulness for kindness. And so, you know, it, that makes a lot of sense. That's your typical gratitude. Somebody does something nice for you and you say thank you. And oftentimes a polite thing that we do. One of my favorite concepts that I feel like has been misunderstood by a lot of people is the secret and the law of attraction. And a big piece of that is gratitude. Rhonda Byrne, who wrote The Secret, has written several other offshoots, including a book called The Magic, which is all about gratitude. And I've really been working to get a handle on creating, on reframing, on on, um, making my life work, to really get a handle on getting away from the old programs as much as you want to, as much as you might have an understanding of how you should be thinking, 
How do you literally take your mind and make a shift? When I read The Magic and when I listened to her audiobook, the focus on gratitude and not letting gratitude stop with being a polite thank you or being even just a polite prayer at the beginning of a meal, but really and truly having it be heartfelt. That is the whole difference. That is the whole difference. And I think that's the problem with gratitude is that people have used it as a polite expression, which is great, of course. But if we really want to make our lives work, we need to feel it in our heart. And what we're really saying with gratitude is opening our hearts and, and feeling deeper expression of love for whatever it is we are grateful for. You're right. There's like an energy behind it when you're authentically grateful. For those out yeah. there who are wanting to manifest, getting into an alignment to what you want, gratitude is an essential step. I think we have to start in this now moment. In the book, The Magic, about she really starts in the most obvious places with appreciating every single thing in this now moment, every single footstep that we take, every single breath that we take, every little thing that we're doing to start there. Then once you get in that habit of opening your heart and appreciating where you are now, then you can take that energy and shift it into the things that you're trying to manifest. The big thing I feel like with manifesting is there is always a gap. If you are seeing yourself as manifesting, literally the process of it being a process puts a separation and a gap between you and that thing. It's not here and now. And the law of attraction doesn't understand something that's not here and now. So one of the things in the secret, they say, like, you've got to literally feel like if you're trying to create a new car, you've got to literally get in that car and be sitting on your living room chair, driving that car, feeling that car in your hands, feeling the engine, really being fully present with feeling in the moment now. Otherwise, it's always going to be put off in the future. And I love that. One thing back to the gratitude as well is we're always looking at for what we want next. And part of really owning the vibe of or energy of gratitude is being happy for what you've manifested already, celebrating that. So that's kind of one practice that I started doing is like, I'm grateful for what I've manifested instead of looking at what I still need to accomplish or desire or want to feel. It's like, well, look at what I've already attracted and savoring in that. Yes. And I feel like that for me has been powerful. And it's the thing of it is, it's an old saying, and I think it's a country song too, wherever you go, there you are. Oh, I love that. And it's true, right? I mean, if you don't have whatever the feeling is that you feel like that thing you want to manifest is going to give you, if you don't have that feeling now, even when you get there, even if you manage to create that thing, you're going to arrive there with the old feelings because you still haven't changed the old feelings. So if you're stressed out now and you think when I get that car, I'm not going to be stressed anymore. I'm just going to be able to relax. You know what? No, because you're still putting relaxing off in the future. So you got to relax first. That's a feeling you want to create. And then when you get to the car, you'll have relaxation. It's you. That's who you are that you brought to the car and the car will come to you. 
I love whatever. It. That is such a great tip. So good. Because you're right. Like, I'm going to feel whole or loved when I find love, or I'm going to feel successful when I get this position or this degree. But if what you say is just channeling that now, find it now. Own it. Is, is, oh, I love that so much. And that's the thing with gratitude that literally puts you into owning it in the now moment. Just the process of being in gratitude brings it home. And that's why it works. Do you have any more tips on how we could really tune into gratitude? So I really think one of the things I've even caught myself doing in saying thank you for everything. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, just, just say the words until they finally sink in kind of thing. But then you almost feel like you're doing, like we were saying, you're kind of doing it by rote. And are you really thinking it through? So I had to realize that in a way, when I started doing that, I was saying it to something out there and not including myself. I was making myself small. I was forgetting that I was part of that something out there that had helped to create what I was being thankful for. So we have to acknowledge our own greatness in the process and not forget that we are piece of that. And that when we want to express love, that is a big piece of this. And we have to fill ourselves up with love to overflowing, to truly have that grateful um, experience and to allow ourselves to feel great and to be full of love overflowing, um, great and full, helps us redefine gratitude. I love the way you redefined it. And especially as we are approaching Thanksgiving, this is kind of the time when gratitude is at the forefront. Do you have any tips on how this Thanksgiving we could really be the example, come in and spread this new way of how we're embodying the vibration of gratitude with our family members, friends, you know, it's really awesome that so many people are focused on gratitude at one day because that does help. I do believe there's a ripple effect that goes out across the planet when we truly get in a space of gratefulness and love for what we're experiencing. But let's not just say grace at the opening of the meal and then forget as we're proceeding with every bite that we take. Let's remember with every bite that we take, how grateful we are for that, how grateful we are to the source of that food, how grateful we are for the companionship of who we're sharing the food with. Let's just remember to keep our minds as much as we can in that space of love, maybe envisioning ourselves kind of radiating uh, that love because it's hard. Obviously, you can't keep a conscious thought so the thing is to just get in the feeling and carry the feeling of that happy, grateful love with you and let it kind of spill out over like a radiating light across the table. <laughs> That's so beautiful. I love that because I just pictured it. And visualization is so powerful as well. A great way to shift that emotion, right? Mm -hmm. Sonia Roman uh, wrote some really wonderful child books. One of them is Living with Joy. 
And one of the things that she has said is about creating a symbol, a symbol that encapsulates, that embodies that feeling of love and gratitude for you. Instead of having to think all the thoughts, breaking them apart, you can literally put a prayer and put all of those positive thoughts and all those positive feelings into the symbol. And then this way, whenever you think of the symbol, all those feelings and thoughts that you put into it are automatically kind of carried into your heart because it's almost like faster than you can think it through. It just is. What's an example? I feel like we use symbols all the time. The one that comes to mind is even as a symbol of Arizona. I mean, I love living here and in the sun, in the sunshine is such a wonderful, positive thing for me. So, I mean, when I think of our symbol of the sun rising when that, like the beams of the sunlight coming up over the horizon, that's a wonderful symbol that brings great joy. Mm. So I think that's one simple symbol. But what they encourage us to do is create our own unique little symbols. And that could even be something, even like what we do with Pinterest. When we go on there, we collect pictures and those pictures become little symbols. It creates that feeling. There's nothing like what the right picture can sometimes, ins- you know, um, inspire. I love that so much. Any last tips on how our listeners could embrace being great and full in their everyday lives? The book, The Magic. She really says in there that 28 days to really change an old pattern. And that includes writing a gratitude journal. Think of 10 things every day that you're thankful for and think about, really think about why you're thankful and how that makes you feel. And try to remember that first thing in the morning and the last thing at night. And just as often as you can, keep those words and keep those positive symbols in front of you. Hang them around on your office or whatever you can to remind yourself to get back in that gratitude space every day as often as possible. Like, we got to live it. we got to live it. So that's what I, I feel is most important. We've got to try to live it at every moment as possible. I love that so much. Before we pivot to the closing question, are there <laughs> any other, like, golden nuggets, any other things you want to mention? Okay. The first thing that comes to mind now with this is this aha that I had yesterday. I, I got moved to go and find my old copy of that book, Living with Joy from Sadea Roman. And one of the things I love to do is just kind of open where I'm guided to see. And it brought me to a place where it reminded me to love my past. And I got to say that so many of us who are on this journey, I think at least myself, I have been anxiously trying to get myself to a better place, to a better place. But at the same time, I have been a little bit ashamed of where I was before, because before I wasn't where I am now. And where I am now is just, you know, gosh, how could I have, you know, been so young and foolish? And it's like, oh my gosh, I just saw it in a new light. And I realized that I wasn't loving myself in the past. I just got like, oh my gosh, I felt so bad for my, like, I just felt it in my heart. I'm like, oh, I couldn't, we can't help where we were in the past. So let's, 
love our past and data will assist us to embrace our future. Was so well said. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for all those golden nuggets. And we're going to go ahead and pivot into the closing questions, Jan. We're going to start with the first okay. one. What is your favorite quote? All right. So my favorite quote is whatever quote shows up in your now moment. And one of my favorite things to do is to be get in front of a bookshelf or even in front of a deck of cards, if that's your thing. But for me, getting in front of a bookshelf and just having something in my mind that needs clarity. And I pull a book down off the shelf and open to that quote unquote random page. And it never fails that I look down and there's my answer. So that is my favorite quote because it's always different in every moment. So powerful. I love that. Second question, what is your favorite book? Oh, my word. Well, I have read hundreds, but the favorite book of the moment, I would say, is The Magic. Let's just say for the moment, because it's always shifting. It's always changing or evolving. And that favorite book's going to do the same. And by Rhonda Byrne, correct? The lady who wrote The Secret. Yeah. And the last question, what do you want to be remembered for? I would love to be remembered as being able to have been a person who found the right words to inspire others to greatness. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Please download, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. Also, be sure to visit my website at TeresaCaesar.com to check out my inspirational merch, connect to my social accounts, and much more. May you continue to be filled with wisdom, inspiration, and consciousness. Otherwise, friends, I will be back in two weeks for another episode of Heart to Talk.